Yo, it's hot in the city right now. It's the Ready Fox Show. Glad you're here with me. I got star status in the building. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. This is going to be fun. You're you're making another sort of history for me right now in that we don't really have a history. Yeah. Like we're meeting for the first time now. This is my you're my first guest that I've ever met for the first time doing a podcast oh, really? with them. Okay. Yeah. I like to make history. So. Yeah, you're making history. Awesome. You're my first. So, okay, let's take care of business real quick and then we're going to talk about you. You just had your uh, you dropped a new project. Dropping on Friday. It's dropping on Friday. Okay, for anybody that is uh, wondering, we're recording on a, what's today? A Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. So Wednesday right now. So a couple of days from now. Yes. So people have a chance to listen to the podcast and then mm-hmm. go look for it. We'll play some snippets of songs and stuff as well, too, yes, while we're get talking. Yes, excited for it. All right. So every Saturday, Vibe 105, I'm there with uh, Miss Misha Gay, Solitaire, No Better Nina, hashtag. We do it every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., on Vibe 105, we talk about social issues and all that good stuff. First Friday of every month, I'm DJing at Z80. It's an arcade bar. Have you ever heard of arcade bars in the city? Not really. There, there's two. There's one at. There's two. There's one on Dundas near Queen. I think it's called Tilt. And the one I play at is uh, Z80. It's on Danforth, right, just down from Danforth Music Hall. Cool. They're Danforth and Broadview, so I'm there the first Friday I every month. I shall check it out. Oh, day. you can check it out. But everybody out there, you guys check it out. So. Enough of that. Let's get into the conversation. I'm talking to Star Status right here on the Ready Fox Show. Recorded live from Midtown Toronto, it's the Ready Fox Show. And now here's DJ Ready Fox. Yep, that's me. And you are Star Status. Yes, I am. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Weather's great. Finally. Right? Finally. I... I don't think we had like a really a spring i called it winter light yes yeah. we definitely did not have a spring yeah, was, at all it was horrible it was absolutely horrible yes. but uh we're here now so that's mm. good but there there's something missing here what is it there we go it's a part of the show at the end and i'll explain it when we get to the end but um i like to drop words of wisdom mm. from people and i had words of wisdom specifically in mind with you being on the show today okay i had everything set up but you guys showed up early and oh. i wasn't quite ready for you actually i'm just gonna leave <laughs> all of this in there funny what i'm not usually early <laughs> you know i i read that you said that in some of your stuff when i was reading up on you that um you're not always on time but how do you how do you do that and still be because the thing is, it's it's not that I'm not on time. Okay. I'm late, but I'm always on time at the same time, if that makes <laughs> any sense to you. Uh, maybe. So what's your process then for when you're good? If you know you have to be somewhere for, say, sound check for four o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. what do you do to make sure that you're there on time, even though you're usually late? See, this is the thing. <laughs> 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 I will plan to do everything on time, okay? Right. So my heart and my mind is in the right place. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I just want to get that clear. <laughs> but um, it's kind of a reflection of my life in a sense where things just happen unexpectedly. Right. And multiple things happen unexpectedly. So I don't know. It just happens to be like a chain of events. Like I'll be ready and I'll think I'm ready. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay. My ride's downstairs, and then all of a sudden, it's like, boom, something drops over. Right. Something spills. It just happens, always, Boom, every time. I remember something else I forgot, and then it's just a mess. Oh, okay. Well, you're you're working on that. Yes, I'm definitely working on it. We're all works in progress, Star. early today. You were early today. Caught me off guard, so I wasn't quite (laughs) ready, but okay, I think I'm set, and I think I'm good to go. So you're a singer, rapper, songwriter, dancer, Mm -hmm. pretty much the whole gamut. Yes. Um, If you could only do one of those things, what would it be? (laughs) 
one. If you could only do one, if you, there were four islands, there was Singer Island, Rapper Island, Songwriter Island, and Dancer Island. Which island you only get to go to one? Dang, that is really hard to answer. Can't pick but, one. Um, I think I might have to go with <laughs> my first love, dance. Okay. Dance is your first love. How young were you when you started to... I'm a baby. You were a baby, yeah. I was grabbing the crotch and moonwalking from like <laughs> the age of three. Michael Jackson, that was one of your big influences. I saw yes. that that you had for um, your influences, including Chris Brown, mm-hmm. um, who was Lauren Hill, was one of your big influences as well. Okay, so you had an EP that came out 2017, Come and Get It, and then you dropped Aura last year, and now Summer Vibes yes. is dropping this year. And yes. some of the tracks that you sent me too, yeah, they definitely have... um. A summer vibe to them, like <laughs> right? definitely, like if that's what you were going for, you I knocked it, it out of the park in that regard got as it. well too. So the listening party was just uh, last Sunday. I couldn't make it, but yeah, how did it go? Great, it was good. Um, um, what I did actually, it was a very intimate vibe. It was in the studio, and um, I kind of opened up the floor to the people in the room because my intentions was to have creative people in the room, right? Right. So I had other artists there, even like a graphic designer was there, producers, and like just different things that they did. So I kind of just let everyone introduce themselves almost. Okay. Let everybody know what they do so they can network and like kind of come together and do whatever they have to do in the future. So um, I opened up the floor for everybody else. So and that's then, a good networking opportunity for the people that were there. For then. sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, that's kind of like my, was my mission. It wasn't just for my listening party. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to have everyone come to a room for a couple hours and it was just, all about me right sure even though it's nice that's different that's different it's usually always always about the artist when you're coming to the listening party true but i kind of wanted to do something a little bit different okay so i kind of opened the floor and then got down to business and (laughs) made it by me isn't that i isn't that scary sort of like to have a bunch of people in a room hearing stuff that you've done for the first time the music's obviously important to you Mm -hmm. but just to you don't know how they're going to react mm-hmm. like what is that like from your perspective crazy enough i wasn't nervous at all okay because i just had so much no i can't say had have so much confidence in it okay that i just was just ready to let them hear nice nice it's wicked. I wasn't too nervous okay that's i would be nervous <laughs> <laughs> i would be nervous it could be nerve-wracking but honestly i've been doing music for about 11 11 years now so it's like right. i'm kind of just used to sharing my music so it's so did was it like that for you at the beginning when you first started when you were putting your stuff out there was it were you nerve-wracking of, for you i mean i don't know i've kind of always had this confidence in my music from young right like even that's good when i first started and i was just recording off of like a dollar store microphone in my basement i was still confident to post them things on facebook and post them on youtube and right share with everybody i i don't know i just you can't be in this business and not be confident like i don't see it's impossible to succeed yeah if you're not confident in yourself and the music that you're making and the stuff that you're putting out right so it's good that you had that from early yeah no i I mean i can't say i've never had my nerve-wracking moments like the times when i do get nervous is see the stage is my sweet spot okay so i'm not really nervous on stage but that moment when they're like 
Star status, you're up next. <laughs> you get butterflies. Butterflies. I think that's normal. My asshole, and then that's good. I just, you know, I feel a little bit nervous. That means you care. <laughs> that means you care. Yeah. I think you you should be more concerned if you're not nervous before you're. But I still get nervous when I'm up going out to DJ, even yeah. though I've gone to the same place maybe every week for a year or whatever. I still feel it. Yeah. And sometimes oh, yeah, I've re- done tons of shows, but yeah. like, that feeling will still be there. Right. That's good. Don't. I hope it never goes away. I really do. I hope it never goes away. Yeah, so, I do always want to care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, if you're not caring, why are you doing it yeah. in the first place? So let's play a little bit of um, Friday Night cool. um, from Summer Vibes, right? Summer Vibes. Um, what was the inspiration for um, doing this in the first place? My inspiration was actually um, basically what I said in the song. I was talking to somebody and things just got a little rocky around summertime and you know how that goes right <laughs> so that kind of sparked the idea and my my main focus was to make a summer vibe like project right. so i just incorporated summertime <laughs> okay well let's listen to a bit and of some moment. let's listen to some friday night let's go My boo, he be giving me some trouble and I really meant it when I said I really love him, but I don't think this is it, so I'ma have to quit, I don't mean to be a bitch, sorry baby, I'm lit, but I should've known this was coming summer's here, so you frightened, acting dumb, starting something over nothing, but I'ma pay it forward and let you loose, know how I feel is, baby, this is truth, so now hit the deuce, yeah. I like it. That's very summery. Right. <laughs> Who produced it? Um, Renee Brown, Orchid Sound. Okay. And um, how did it? Do you guys have you collaborated? Collaborated <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Actually, yeah. She um, produced a couple of the songs off of my last project, Aura. Okay. All right. I, I want to play something off of Aura too. I think um, I want to play. Um, should have thought of that. And she produced that? Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay, I really like that track. Okay, I'm going to come to it eventually. I'm trying to work my oh, way. Oh, wait, no, she didn't. I she lied. Didn't? I'm sorry. That's okay. Sorry, I gave you credit when I shouldn't have. Well, no, it's all right. But she is a good... I have to give her credit for the few other ones, though, because they were a lot of people's favorite, the ones that she did. Right. So... Yeah, no, it, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, was it last year? How did that happen again? Um, you were looking for us to put some of your music on hashtag. Yeah. At the time, I think you reached out to me through uh, Instagram mm-hmm. or something like that. And I can't remember, we went back and forth yeah. and a whole bunch of whatever. And I told you, you just have to stay on top of me because yeah, I get yeah, distracted yeah. really easily, mm-hmm. which is still true. But yeah, and then... It um, took a little time, but we got there. Yeah, <laughs> it, again, too. And for everyone else out there that's listening, when you reach out to me to try to get your music on the radio show, please just keep trying. If um, I don't get back to you, I really feel bad about that. But it's just... <laughs> You get inundated with emails and all sorts of stuff and everything. I totally understand. I don't. I still feel bad. I always feel guilty though. um, (laughs) I don't get back to people within a recent, decent time. Mm -hmm. You know. So okay. So 2008, uh, you entered a YouTube dance competition, (laughs) (laughs) and it was hosted by Chris Stokes. Oh my God! You Um, really digged. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Well, I looked up some stuff, and at that same year too, you got accepted to the Toronto uh, Children's Choir Corporation. Yes. So that's when you first got your exposure to performing stateside yeah so what was that like that was amazing it was a very amazing experience especially because i was young at the time and to have so many other young creatives on the journey with me it was great and how was the dance competition how did that go that was really really cool like 
I don't know. I mean, as a child, I felt like I'm going to be a star right after this. And it's so funny because I'm sure you probably fell onto that video where it starts off with like half my my elementary school yelling out, Bianca's going to be a star. Bianca's <laughs> going to be a star. Like that whole experience was just so much fun. And I think right. that helped my school also like know like, yeah, Shorty's going to be a star. Yeah, you, stri- <laughs> you strike me as someone that it feels like you, you're compelled, you've been compelled to perform and dance and do this from like early, mm-hmm. like super early. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's... Definitely. Yeah, that's... A, I always feel like that's such a good gift from the universe to give you the <laughs> thing that you want early in life that you can work on it from early kind yeah. of thing. Because sometimes it's unfortunate that you figure stuff out later in life. And I've actually, like, some people have, like, told me that they envy the fact that I have something that I'm so passionate about because right. they have no idea there's, what they're passionate about. There's a lot of people that are, don't know what they're passionate about, but they're seeking it. And there's a part of them, I believe there's a part of them that is seeking it. But yeah. until they find it, I always feel like you're going to have a little bit of miserable. Yeah, you're going to you, feel like you, you have, I mean? like, a hole, like there's something yeah. missing. you got to fill that hole with whatever that passion is or whatever sure. it is that's going to get you out of bed other than For just paying sure. the bills, you know what I mean? Because if I did not have this passion, right. I'm telling you I'd be in, like, a loony house, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, for real, for real, what do you think you might be doing if, um, if you weren't performing? That's the thing. I couldn't even tell you. Like, okay. I actually can't even answer that question. The, on- the only other thing that I could think of, if it's not... Okay, wait. So you're saying if I'm not singing and rapping or like music? But well, here's the thing, though. I'm I'm willing to bet. Just assuming you can correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. that you're a people person too. Yes. Right. So there are a lot of jobs where enjoying being around people would probably suit you. Yeah, that's true. And I was gonna say I actually went to college for radio. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so um, that was something I actually was like I really enjoyed. I hosted a radio show for a semester. And <laughs> what at college? Um, yeah. What was the what <laughs> was my the... girlfriend um, Chantel? What was the name was... of the radio show? Come on, spill. It was just Bianca and Chantel, the talk show. That was it. What did you guys talk about? <laughs> just hot topics. It was just anything and everything. Just everything, basically, like uh, with celebrity gossip and stuff in the news. And what did your instructors give you guys feedback on? We had full creative control over it. Um, our teacher enjoyed what we produced, so we didn't really okay. get too much criticism. <laughs> what about the other students? What did they say about it? They enjoyed it. They loved, yeah. to, <laughs> they loved to listen to us talk because the way we bantered was very interesting. <laughs> okay. And do you still have copies of those shows? I'm pretty sure I can. You should put them on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I can find some Do it. Stuff. Do it. You I'm put sure them on if YouTube? I hit her up, I'm sure she has some stuff. Put them on YouTube. Come on. You can. You can do it. If you have them, if you yes, find them, you should. Yes, it was on Riot Radio. Okay. So um, let's listen to a bit of um, Should Have Thought of That. Yes. I like this track. I really do. I better answer his phone, you know. I've been calling your phone and you ain't even I'm heading out and I'm dancing Now I don't really care what you gon' tell me Should've thought of that when you looked at your phone and you let it spring Should've thought of that when you decided to ride around Should've thought of that cause you know tonight I would've put it down Should've thought of that, should've thought of that, should've thought of that Should've thought of that, should've thought of that, should've thought of that I like it. I really do. I like it a lot. It's good. Um, there was a 10-track project, right? Yes. Uh, how long did it take for you to um, 
to do the whole thing from start to finish. Well, um, it could have gotten done a lot quicker than it did, but I had a few life situations that happened in between. So if I say from the beginning, it took about like three years. Does that include the motorcycle incident? Yes. Okay. So that happened, I want to say 2015, I think you said it was. Yeah. uh, Okay. So when did you start working on Aura? It was that year. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you had to put that on the back burner, obviously. Everything took a backseat to you getting back to... For sure. It was a crazy ride. But, like, even through that ride, I continued to record Aura and got, like, what, five more songs done? Five, six more songs done? While you were rehabbing? Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we should say it. For someone that's listening that might not know what we're talking about, okay. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Are you not sick of talking about it? Or um, do you even want to talk about it? Or It's funny because I actually got a good break of talking about it because winter was here. So okay. nobody's seen my leg. Right. So when but they see the scars. And then summer's here, it's coming up again. Right. So, every, so what, do people, what do people say when they see the scars? Like, what do they they say? just say, I hope you don't feel like uncomfortable or anything but i just i just want to fast in your business yeah, like, just i just a have bit. to ask like what happened right. <laughs> and i'm not uncomfortable asking like i'm pretty sure if i seen like i would think you're sick of it i really i was i was planning on just glossing over it yeah and just talking about the music for the most part but i just feel we bad can, if someone's listening they're like what the hell are they it's talking true. about they may not understand some things that i say if i don't explain it do you want to do can I'll you want to give the cliff notes give us yes, the cliff I'll notes give the cliff notes give us the cliff notes okay so, 2015. 2015. Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> Got into a motorcycle accident. My thigh snapped right in half. Lost, like, practically every bone in my knee. I didn't have travel insurance. I want to make a message to everybody. Make sure you get travel insurance when you're traveling. <laughs> PSA. <laughs> um, so, I was stuck out there for almost a month. If I was stuck there for three more days, they would have chopped off my leg because they couldn't fix it. Um, airlines denied me twice. Third time was the charm because we had to call the Canadian embassy, a whole bunch of things, get me back on a flight. So I came back to good old Canada and um, got donated bones, a metal plate, and screws, and then went on to recovery. You know, a couple months in, I started recording again, started performing again. With a cane. Yep, with my cane. (laughs) My crutches one, two time. Wow. Talk about being dedicated. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was really dedicated because I felt like the year that... um, the accident happened, I was on a really good momentum and it just hurt so bad that right. it just paused me. So I was like, no, I can't lose this. So I just kept going. But anyways, so <laughs> I'm recording, I'm not recording, I'm recovering for about a year and then slipped on ice by accident and oh, rebroke no. the thigh, had to get um, everything reconstructed, took out the plate, put in a rod with wires and screws. Six months later... Um, I ended up fracturing my tibia bone in the same leg. I was in a cast for a couple months. <laughs> I don't, it's like, it's the, one of the worst stories I've ever read. And I that's know, where I was like, I and know. I'm sure she's probably been asked about it one billion times already. So, yeah. but still, it's like, it's. But you see how like long of a story that is, but I did it pretty quick, didn't I? No, you did it really quick. But at the same time too, what is that? 1,275,000? Yeah, maybe. Something like that, <laughs> something maybe. Like that. I'm ballparking it. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Just trying to figure stuff out. This is the most technical issues I've ever had on a show <laughs> in my life. There we go. There we go. I wanted to keep that up. Yeah, we can't lose the slideshow. Yeah, I can't it. lose the slideshow. <laughs> can't lose that. Um, hey, let's listen to Banna for a little bit. Since, Banna uh, Caravana. You love uh, Caravana, I yes, take it then. Yes, I'm hoping. Do you go every year? 
Do you play Mass? I have twice. Okay. And like I've gone. Um, I mean, honestly, I told myself the next time I go, I want to be on a float performing or like have my tracks playing at the parade. Right. So that's going to be my motivation to go this year. Okay. All right. That's a good motivation to have. Okay. Let's listen to a little Banna. Is, is this the right title? Banna and the T yeah, Dot? Yeah. Yes. Do you do that on purpose? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What up? Where my sexy ladies at? Popping booties out, looking real fat. Oh yeah, we like it like that. See that got the honeys and the bees know where it's at. Ooh, fellas looking like a snack. All the ladies wildin', they don't know how to act. DJ got it bumpin', feel the need to bring it back. Big up Toronto, show the world where the party at. One, three, up yourself. Yeah, I, yes, yeah, I don't relate. <laughs> I don't go to Caravan anymore. I haven't gone to Caravan anymore. You don't relate. You've never no. been to Caravan. I've been to Caravan. No, but yeah, I used to go to Caravan. Oh, okay. But to. Yeah, yeah, I just don't have No, obviously. I mean, yeah. like, once you've gone so many times, like, it's, you know. I'm sure it's changed a lot since the it, last time I've gone. And that's the problem, too. It's not really, like, how it used to be. It's, okay. My Caravana heyday good times. Uh, Friday night, we'd all go downtown to Young Street and just mm-hmm. pretty much just walk up and down. But mm-hmm. at that time, we were handing out flyers to parties that we were mm-hmm. either doing or we were collecting flyers mm-hmm. for things that we wanted to go to. Yeah. Um, do they still do that? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't really club like that. So I don't know. Well, it wasn't clubbing. It was just walking up and down Young Street because you'd run into people that you haven't seen in years. It was like just an outdoor party. Yeah. For MP- I know. I remember like even when I was in high school, I remember people used to go down Young Street. But and I actually never really Americans did. would be up here in their big trucks playing music and whatever the hot song was that that mm-hmm. year. You'd probably hear it two or three times yeah. from guys just making their way north and mm-hmm. south along young street and stuff but um and then saturday night would be the big party sunday night would be another big party and then monday would be like a barbecue type thing somewhere so is that still the staple caravana weekend from when i was going that's what i remember it to be i mean when i went last time i don't even know if it was last year the year before it was not like that at all did it rain no did it i don't even remember Okay, I got a lot of the information about you from this uh, article, Now Magazine article. Yeah. That was um, from last year. Um, you won this competition. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what was it? The Now Contest. Uh, what was the competition called? I can't find the name of the it. The Next Toronto Superstar. The Next Toronto Superstar. Mm-hmm. And someone by the name of Star won it. Yes, <laughs> so right? It was just that? so fitting. What was that? What was the <laughs> process like? What did you just submit a song and then, or how did it go? even submit a song i didn't submit anything um people were tagging me like they were looking for toronto next superstar so people started tagging me and then i reposted it and then everyone also started to tag me and then it was like a war of like how many tags are like people that can tag you and then i guess i got the most and that's it that's how you won it i went to the top no i went to top six okay and then i guess it was the now team that kind of like dug through everything was richard trapunsky one of the um i believe i people? remember i remember the name richard okay that was well yeah he's the guy that wrote the article yes. that i i okay. pilfered a lot of my information yes. from so yes okay richard. yeah richard trapunsky i guess if i, I hope i'm pronouncing <laughs> it right richard shouts for the article though i appreciate you 
I uh, appreciate you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, so why did you pick uh, Widea? I hope I'm saying that right. I'm not good with the patois. <laughs> I heard. But yeah, I'm it's sorry. Okay, neither my, am I. I'm working on it too. I tried to sing on one of my songs, but yeah, no, my parents are Jamaican, full fledged, 100 so percent Jamaican. But they I mean, they made sure when I was a kid, like I would want to talk like them, but they were like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, no, you say it properly, kind yeah. of thing. So they drilled it into me because. They, I guess they felt me if I was emulating them, it would be a disadvantage for me for yourself, yeah, or whatever. So I mean, my mom's also pretty Canadianized. I mean, she was born in Jamaica, but like she came up here from like I guess high school. So did she tell you the whole story of how she went about doing it? Like, did you get the whole backstory of a little bit? Yeah, did, a little bit. So for her my, mom went first. Her, her mom went first. Yes. Okay, and then she followed her mom. She's a child of eight. Oh, okay. At the time when they left Jamaica? Yeah. Okay. So her mom left, grandma left first. Okay. And then the family like slowly trickled in Okay. as time went. Okay. I think the way the story goes for me, for my parents, is that my mom came first. And then my dad came a year after her. Hmm. I think. Don't. Sorry, mom and dad. If I get that wrong, <laughs> you've only told me the story like once in my right? life. And I know, because my story could be wrong too, but. Yeah, but I do remember <laughs> what my mom said too is that her friends, um, they were all deciding between the States or the UK to go to. I feel so lucky that I'm my mom. I'm pretty picked... sure my grandmother was set on coming to Canada. Okay, so because I'm, I'm so grateful. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so grateful that my mom picked uh, Canada to come. At the time, Pierre Trudeau was just opening the doors for everybody to come. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in the West Indies took advantage of it at that time. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I just, what if she decided to go with her friends to right? the States? Oh, and I have to just say a shout out to my grandfather who okay. just passed away. Oh, yeah, so I saw that. Uh, yes, that's right. He's 103, 103 years old. 103. Wow, yes. Rest in peace. Yes. What was his name? Obadiah Phipps. Oh, okay, nice. Rest in peace, Obadiah. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's play a bit of We Dare then, since it's the one that you submitted. Did you submit it or I did, did they pick it? I did not submit that. They, I guess they clinged to it. Because that's what it says in the article. It says that um, this is the song that won it for Star or whatever. I guess that's the song they heard enough. Okay. I'm not sure Well, let's how. play a bit of it. I like it. <laughs> there is cursing in this song for anybody that's listening, and there are young ears if you're listening. But um, try to play the clean stuff. I but this apologize. one's got... Um, well, it's not your fault. You got to put out your music. <laughs> yeah, girl. Listen. Let listen. Uh. Look. I've been flawless. Check the skin. I'm the best to do it. Every bet I win. Cloud 12. Yeah, I'm checking in. Wave smiles and some breakfast in bed. I do as I say and I say as I do. So I'm saying my niggas, I'm going to do it. So when my flat ass reach the top, I'ma do my hair flippers, I yell it, We I stay fresh, it. we stay fly, we on it now, we on the high, we took it over, what we saying is point blank, we day out, she's fresh, well me too, so listen, this is what we gon' do, we taking over, what we saying is point blank, we day out, we stay fresh, we stay fly, we on it now, we on the high, we took it over, what we saying is point blank, I like it. You know what's funny? What? I haven't heard this song in so long, and I perform this song actually till this day, but I don't do the hook like that. I forgot I even had the hook like that. Can, you should maybe start doing that again. This is fire. Yeah, this you is know, fire. I kind of like it too. I don't even know what happened of why I... 
Oh no, you know what happened? It was because the way it was recorded and they kind of like changed up the beat a bit by the way I did the hook. And then when I went to go and perform it, it just sounded off. Okay. So I just made it more simpler. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I totally forgot. But I like it. I like Mm it. I like it. So obviously stage performance is really important to you. Like super important. Um, You say like your performance, you know, (laughs) well, you're, you're um, a glutton here. That's a good word. You're a glutton for performing on stage. There you go. I'm trying to keep it clean. So much that it's bad because I end up like sometimes going on stages. I probably shouldn't even go on. Why? Well, I mean, because, well. I don't know if it's that I shouldn't even go on, but I mean, when I talk to industry folks, okay, they try to remind me of like trying to pay attention to my surroundings and what showcases I'm doing because they reflect, I guess, my artistry. Okay. So. So what they feel like some of the places maybe you performed, it reflects badly on you. Maybe. Okay. Could. But you just want to perform everywhere yes. and anywhere. It doesn't matter. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. So, like, I just... so what do you, what are you doing to work on that? You got to work on that then. That, no, I have been working okay. on it. I worked on, I worked on it already. Like okay. I've already worked on it, but okay. that was something that I struggled with before because before it was just like, I just want to get on stage. Okay. Right. Leave me alone. Let right. me live. <laughs> I'm telling you, but the, for me, I always find that too, that, um, artists, their performance, particularly on stage, is the last thing that they seem to work on in terms of the total package. You know what I, I mean? I noticed that too. You, okay, <laughs> okay. So we because both of know. all these freaking shows that I have gone to, <laughs> and you've just had been tortured. I have watching noticed. other people <laughs> performing. That's the thing, and I will even say this too. I love you, Jay Z. You're you're the greatest. You're the greatest of all time. But you're boring to watch. He's not fun to watch yeah, as a no, performer. I can't, I can't say that so, I would buy a Jay-Z concert. Well, no, I, I bought a ticket. to. I, there's no way I'm not going to be able to say I didn't see Jay-Z perform. Mm-hmm. So I bought a ticket to go see him when him when he, her, him, and Mary J. Blige came to Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I, I got my fix. But he's just too cool for yeah. his own good sometimes to me. Like, um, yeah, stage production, of course, is top-notch. The music, of course, is amazing. Mm-hmm. But... Other than that, he's not doing a whole lot. Just a man uh, rapping on stage. For the most part. And I've always noticed that with most artists, that's always the last thing that really comes up or is the last piece of the puzzle is their performance on stage. But that seems to have always been a priority. Yeah, definitely. Because day one. What I see so sometimes when I go to showcases, like I wouldn't want somebody viewing me the way i'm viewing them you know what i mean because like i just i just can't with some things because like even when i go to some shows and like some people will perform just like they'll play the song right and they'll just they'll do the ad-libs basically right and it's the song playing and i'm just so confused because i thought i was coming to see a performance right not you play your song right right you know? and just kind of dance around yeah and just song. dance around and look like you don't even know your own lyrics right like that's confusing to me. So I just try to my best to make sure that I'm, if I'm going to be on stage, I'm going to put on a show, especially if people paid money. Like, right. Right. <laughs> Cause I'm upset if I paid money to see something and it's not what I'm expecting. Sure. You know? That's good. That's commendable again. Cause uh, like I said, um, it's always seems to be the last piece of the puzzle yeah, for sure for a lot of artists. Um, and you're, you're pretty active on social media as I well. Try to be. Well, okay. So you say you try to be, mm-hmm. so it doesn't come naturally for you. 
Yeah, actually, yeah. No, you know what it does. Okay, because <laughs> you're active on it, but again, you're an artist, so you kind of have to be. Yeah, I know. And I'm from when I was younger, I, I guess from your digging, you probably tell, like, I... I used to do like even little funny skits and stuff throughout right. my time, little trailer videos and like right. I even attempted to try to start vlogging. I mean, I wasn't consistent with that because the editing is just so much. But I mean, I guess I can say I'm pretty in tuned with the social media. I've always tried to keep in touch with people who pay attention to my music. Right. And I also try to make sure people actually get to know me. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's a, but where do you draw the line between how much you let people get to know you and what's too personal to share. And that's what I had to learn. Right. Because okay. when I was younger, it was like, tell all. Right, sure. <laughs> it was like, you know, if I had a problem, the world would know it. But right, obviously yeah. getting older and getting more mature and having my family be like, Bianca, what the hell? Right, right. <laughs> can't be putting that out there. Right. I started to learn that, like, obviously I have to tone it down and I can't say too much. Right. So I just, I don't, It's for me now, it's not like a tell all, but I just keep it real. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, I I struggle with social media. Like, um, I got off of Instagram. I did, and uh, I love it. I kind of struggle with Instagram. What's your struggle? I don't like it. <laughs> it sucks, I man. I don't like the way it's set up. It's like it's it's confusing. It's it's if you don't have like, if you're not a celebrity, it's hard to run an Instagram properly where your likes are matching your followers. I feel the exact same way. And I've always said that, or this is the conclusion I've come to is that if you're, if you haven't established a certain level of Mm -hmm. whatever you deem as success in your opinion, Mm -hmm. because everybody's definition of success is different, but we all still have sort of a baseline of what we consider to be successful and above. Mm -hmm. If you haven't reached up there, I feel like Instagram is more of a distraction than it is Definitely. of a useful tool to Definitely. you. Definitely. Kind of thing. I don't even like posting. Right. Like even if you look at my if you look at my page, you'll notice that sometimes it's like all two weeks yeah. between like a post because right. it's like I just don't even have like the drive or like the want to even post because I just feel like it's almost pointless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure all the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world are losing their minds hearing this right now because they you just have to learn how to use it yeah, properly. Learn it's, just like a, it's just like a tool like anything else or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I'm no, not interested. And yeah. And the thing is that their careers are based on manipulating social media that's their job and they teach other people how to do it so they they can be successful with their business but from a creative perspective to me i feel like it distracts you from whatever your creative thing is supposed to be Mm -hmm. especially if you're paying too much attention to what other people are doing definitely because especially hello i'm a female artist right what gets attention for females on instagram Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. Mm. some things that i don't really (laughs) often do or don't really do at all you know what i mean so it's frustrating because i know if i were to start doing those certain things you would get more attention what yeah yeah it's frustrating yeah, no, I don't envy you guys from that perspective. Thank God for the Y chromosome. Thank you, God. <laughs> Lucky you. You're awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I as a DJ, I always felt like I should be doing it. I never, it never even occurs to me to think about posting stuff when I'm working, when I'm DJing, because I'm focused on DJing, DJing, doing what my job is supposed to be. Even beforehand, when you know people take pictures and hey, this is where I'm going to be and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's never, it's always an afterthought for me. It just feels like a chore. Yeah. 
It just feels like a chore. So that's why I wish I had some cameraman that was just following me around. Right. If I had people that you know would remember to videotape when they're <laughs> with me, you know what I'm saying? They just seem to just want to watch. I guess they're starstruck yeah. or something and forget to pull out. Someone's the camera. getting a hard, subtle hint. <laughs> it's not so subtle. I love it. <laughs> That's how you do your subtle hints uh, with no subtlety at all, right? Yeah. No. yeah. What did I say earlier? Yeah, keep it real. Keep it real. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so we just uh, covered social media a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're almost done, actually, because uh, I don't want to keep you for too long. Just trying to see. There was a couple of other things I wanted to ask you about. Uh, oh, yeah. This was interesting to me, too, that um, you kind of said that... Uh, I'm going to do this. This is a quote from the article. Mm -hmm. So he says, Star thinks she'd get more love if she were in the States, where in her experience, the locals are easier to coax out to shows and where they even know who the hell I am. Mm -hmm. Do you still feel that to be the case to this day? Yep. Okay. And um, what is it? See, okay. Actually, no, I can't say it 100%. Okay. Because I feel like Toronto's coming around right now. Okay. Eyes are on us. Right. Eyes are on us right now. The Drake effect? City's hot, yes. Yeah. City's hot. The Drake effect is, is, is in full effect right now. Right. So, I mean, I may be able to bite my tongue with that. Right. But I still kind of do feel that way. I, I honestly do feel like if I were to fly out tomorrow, you guys would know about me within the next couple months. Like, right. By just working strictly just, out of the States and pu- of pushing States, music for sure. from the States as opposed yeah. to being in Toronto. Um, yeah, no, I, I've always felt that about toronto as well too i always feel like i don't know if it's i felt like it changed with drake yeah um you thought (laughs) well no well i I don't know but again i i've been paying less and less attention to the scene as a whole as it is already Mm -hmm. now as i've kind of just been focusing on what i do Mm -hmm. and occasionally of course i'll talk to artists (laughs) and stuff but um (laughs) it's just for me i'm focusing on the stuff that i'm doing so i don't know of who's kind of buzzing in the city Mm -hmm. and now i'm not on instagram anymore and actually what's that um the the bumblebee uh toronto um uh six buzz six buzz that's it yeah so six buzz was a good conduit for me Mm -hmm. for kind of what's going on with the young folks in the city especially with artists and who's kind of buzzing and stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. although i don't pun intended (laughs) pun intended that was great (laughs) (laughs) so um but yeah since i've gotten off of instagram i don't have that as a source of kind of knowing what's happening anymore but i'm i hope it's changed but back in the day you always needed a co-sign from someone in the states uh cardi it was akon uh with socrates it was red man uh shockler i don't think i don't know if anybody from the states gave shockler i think he kind of got going on his own Mm -hmm. but then with drake it was lil wayne Mm -hmm. so i feel like but with drake people are like okay i never want to miss another drake train that might leave this station yeah so they're paying more attention to toronto artists so Mm -hmm. have you noticed that yeah yeah that's why i said eyes are on us right now so it could be changing right now are you tempted to maybe relocate to the states Oh, I've been tempted. That uh, that temptation hasn't left. Okay, you're still so you're thinking about I'm it. I'm still thinking about it. Mm. I mean, I can't lie. If the opportunity slapped me in the face, I'll let it slap the other cheek. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I like. I that. haven't said it before. I kind of like uh, that. I like that. That's there you go. You should coin that. So all right. So um, let's listen to a little bit of waistline, and then we'll wrap up. Alrighty. And you can get out of here. Cool. <laughs> Rock with it. 
Very summery. <laughs> Very summery. I like it. Thank you. All right. Um, so, the project, Summer Vibes, like, you only sent me a few songs. Yeah. So I played a couple, obviously, mm-hmm. throughout our conversation. But tell me about the project. Like, how many songs? Five. It's, it's short five. And Oh, sweet. okay. So, it's just a... I sent you... I think I sent you... <laughs> what, how many did I send you? Okay. See, because oh. I thought it was like another aura, like, 10 track No, no, no. Deal. Short and sweet. Short okay. and sweet. Very short and sweet. So, you... Actually, yeah. You just played all of them, didn't you? I or don't think so. No, 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 no. There's two others that you didn't play. So, there's... So, there you go. So, there's, there's a reason for you guys to go. If you liked what you heard here, then go get the rest yes yes definitely but um yeah so you said we were just inspired to give people like a a summer vibe right just a straight summer vibe um and funny enough like my my dad has always been trying to get me to do reggae music and stuff like that but i kept trying to tell him like damn so, you don't want to i'm so canadian like right. it oh, okay. just like my accent's not the greatest <laughs> so like i just keep trying to tell him that sure. and I don't want to fake the funk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll try here and there. But, I mean, to go full throttle, like, I ain't no spice, okay? And (laughs) it's just not going to work out. But, I mean, I just wanted to give a good summer vibe. Um, I have two other artists that are on it. Um, Lexicon, he's a reggae artist as well. Okay. Um, He's from Toronto. Mighty One. Oh, no, that was from... um, Mighty One's Bana and Atita. He's from Jamaica. Okay. Yes, so shout out to him. I have not met him, so the power of oh, the internet nice. and social media, we linked up and um, he did his verse. I love his verse. He did that. And What did he say about the song overall when he heard the, the completed finished? I actually am making him wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. And I didn't even mean to make him wait that long. I was going to actually send it to him. Like two weeks ago, Send like it. when it was like officially star. Star. finished. I know. I'm rude. I'm rude. I'm rude. I'm rude. <laughs> send it to him. Star. I'm gonna. You know what? Since we're talking about this right now, I'm mm-hmm. gonna send it to him like right after the yeah, show. Yeah, there right you go. Because now. now it's out in the universe now, so yeah. now you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. So you should send it to him. I had a listening party that heard it before him. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's crazy. So if you guys want to follow Star Status on Instagram, it's at its. <laughs> <laughs> Dot star status, and it's the same thing almost for Twitter, just underscore instead of a dot. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check her out, and her Facebook is uh, facebook.com star status music, and it's the same thing for your SoundCloud. Yes. Yeah, so um, yeah, thanks for coming through. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I love it. You'll come back again sometime, Definitely. maybe in the future when you have other projects that yes. you want to let people know about. Definitely. We can sit down and catch up, and you can tell me about what's happened. So thank you so much for coming out. And um, we're going to end it off with words of wisdom. I always like to end it off with words of wisdom. And I always try to find something that I think would suit you as well. Okay. So this is Beyonce. All right. And she's talking about um, competition. Okay. All right. So thank you so much for coming out. Everybody that tunes into the Ready Fox show, thank you. I appreciate it. Please share it with your friends. And let's end it off with words of wisdom from Beyonce about competition. I'm competitive 
really with myself, honestly. Like, I, every time I start an album, I go and watch all of my performances. And I try to figure out, okay, what is it that I could have done better or what worked? And really my references, I go back to myself and trying to better myself. So I'm really tough on me more so than than anyone else. I'm not a competitive person that walks in thinking about other people and how I can compete with them, or especially not my husband, not at all. But you're a workaholic. A bit of it, definitely. But I am a lot better. I have to say, I have to give myself that credit. I'm going to take time off. And even with this tour, I scheduled two weeks off after a month so I can go away and enjoy my life and smell the roses.